life is about choices. Yes. Um, and it was Hiawatha Williams. He is the owner and founder of Williams Chicken. Okay. One of the most yes. wise men I've ever met in my life. And I will never forget him sharing this state with, statement with me when he said, um, quitting is not a word. Mm-hmm. I was so confused, Dr. Smith. Yes. I said, okay, this man is crazy. <laughs> like, I, you just said the word, yes. so clearly yes. it's a word. And I was like, that's not really making sense. And he yeah. said, Quitting is not a word. When mm-hmm. you remove a word and it mm-hmm. no longer exists, mm-hmm. then the action that comes with that word cannot follow. That's powerful. And so he said, quitting cannot be an option. Therefore, quitting is not even a word. Like yes. we don't even say it. It can't even exist. You know, we say we don't use the word quit. No, the word does not exist. Absolutely. Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Smith, and I'm superintendent of Duncanville ISD, and this is my podcast, Super Intentional. My name is Dr. Mark Smith, and this is my podcast. As you know, we talk about leadership here in our podcast, and leadership matters. Uh, It is my belief in leadership that everything rises or falls based on the leader. So for me to have any sustained success, I think you have to be super intentional about leadership. And boy, do I have a super intentional guest today. I am absolutely honored to have (laughs) Miss Lady Jade here uh, spending time with us today. And there's so much that I'm going to learn about leadership and leadership nuggets and other things that can help me to be a better leader and those that are listening to be a better leader. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I am like, they don't even know behind the scenes we've been chatting. I am so excited because I'm like, Dr. Smith, I did not know he was here for six years. So this is an honor and a privilege and a pleasure to be here in Austin to get to know you better as well. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. So now here's the deal. So as superintendent of Duncanville, Uh I am always interested in Duncanville graduates who has come through the system and now are trailblazers in their career. And I learned that Lady Jade is a graduate of Duncanville High School. Yes. Tell me about that. Okay, I am a Panther for life. Um, I I represent Duncanville through and through. I started in Duncanville ISD when I was in the sixth grade. Before that, I was in Dallas ISD. Okay. And um, I played basketball. I was a Panther rep for a little while. Um, But I always represent Duncanville everywhere I go. So um, I will say this. It is so important to me and it means so much to me that as a superintendent, you do want to know about the alum because we have some amazing people that have graduated from Duncanville that are really, really doing some amazing things and still here in the neighborhood, in the area. You know, oftentimes you have people that experience success. And they go off. Absolutely. But no, they're still planting seeds right here in our community. Yes. And so I, I just think it's really cool that yes. you want to connect in that way. Absolutely. So, it is yeah. so very important. So students need to see themselves in other people so that they can say, you know what, I can do that. Sure. And so it's so important for us to be able to reach out, bring those Duncanville graduates in so that our students can see what's possible. Yeah. So you have a large following. And I think about the students at Duncanville and what they aspire to do, you know, 
you've invested so much in um, young ladies, in mental health, in in the community. Mm -hmm. And our district has really changed over the six years that I've been here, but actually much longer. This change has been happening a long time. Oh, yeah. It looks way different than when I yeah. was going to school. So for people that look to you and see your success now, um, they don't know the whole story. They just see the end product now. No, they don't. Can you talk about what the journey has been like for you from a from an experience standpoint? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, whenever I speak to um, kids or teens, the reality is I'm no different than them. Yeah. You know, my mom was a school teacher in DISD. My dad worked at the post office, you know. Awesome. So yeah. I didn't have the doctors and the lawyers <clears throat> and stuff like that in the family. Yes. Um, you know, my, my parents divorced when I was you know, maybe a sophomore year in high yes. school. Um, so many of the things that the students at Duncanville go through, I have dealt with, Absolutely. right? Um, yeah. And I, I would never compare myself because I know that people have tougher lives than, mm -hmm. than what I did. But um, just one thing I just never did, I just never quit. Yes. Um, whenever I do speak to students, that's one message that I always try to portray. Yes. Here's the thing in life. We, we, life is about choices. Yes. Um, and it was Hiawatha Williams. He is the owner and founder of Williams Chicken, okay. one of the most yes. wise men I've ever met in my life. And I will never forget him sharing this state with, statement with me when he said, um, quitting is not a word. Mm -hmm. I was so confused, Dr. Smith. Yes. I said, okay, this man is crazy. <laughs> like, I, you just said the word, yes. so clearly yes. it's a word. And I was like, that's not really making sense. And he yeah. said, Quitting is not a word. When mm -hmm. you remove a word and it mm -hmm. no longer exists, mm -hmm. then the action that comes with that word cannot follow. That's powerful. And so he said, quitting cannot be an option. Therefore, quitting is not even a word. Like yes. we don't even say it. It can't even exist. You know, we say we don't use the word quit. No, the word does not exist. Absolutely. And so, I mean, of course, I I went to Duncanville, graduated, uh, went off to college. Mm -hmm. I was very confused about what I was going to major in. Like, mm -hmm. I, I didn't always have this path of, I, I never wanted to even be in radio. Right, right. If, if we're going to be right. completely absolutely. honest. Absolutely. Um, I thought I was going to do television for a moment. I considered being a teacher because mm -hmm. my mom was a teacher. So, you know, I think that we put a lot of pressure on our students to, like, you're supposed to know. Yes. And you're not supposed to know. Absolutely. Like, there, I was blessed to have a little bit of guidance along mm -hmm. the way, but I'll also say like God kind of directed my path yes. and I allowed him to, you know, um, in high school, I never knew that me working at the dry cleaners here uh -huh. in Duncanville, uh -huh. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what it's called now, but it used to be called Cadillac cleaners. It's right okay. across the street from Reed Jr. Okay. I know the area. Uh -huh. and, uh, so I worked there for about a year and a half and yes. I was doing six days a week working there after school. Wow. And, um, it's funny when you look back over life, how God was preparing Absolutely. me for my now. Absolutely. So I'm working at the cleaners. I'm the hookup girl. Like anybody uh -huh. want extra starch? Yeah. I'm Dr. Smith. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and I didn't realize, but just my commute uh, my customer service at the yes. time was preparing me for people. Yes. Absolutely. Because my job is not necessarily what you all see of just entertaining. Yes. My job is people. Absolutely. So, um, I work there, graduate, go off to college, very confused about my major, finally decide, this is so embarrassing, I just decided I'm just going to do something real generic, okay, because yes. I wasn't yes. sure. So <laughs> I ended up becoming a communications major, and um, I graduated with my bachelor's in PR. Yeah. Now, 
I don't know how to write a press release. <laughs> if you paid me right now, I would not know how to, yeah. you know, but I did accomplish that goal. Yes. I worked really hard in school. I pledged while I was in school. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's where I, at that time, I had a very great balance. Mm -hmm. Yes, I partied. Yes, mm -hmm. I had a great time. Mm -hmm. But I always had to make sure I made my Absolutely. grades. Well, I was scared of my parents. Yeah, I'm just that's good. That's, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. So <laughs> you have an incredible journey. And when I think about the no quit, I think about not knowing what it is you want to do. Um, and sometimes, you know, we see that in a negative light, but for students, it's okay to not know what you want to do. Sure. You just have to be in a position so that whatever opportunities are out there, you can realize those. And that's, that's what, mm -hmm. that's what, that's what I do. So I learned that you and I have a very similar passion. Really? Yes. Okay. And that passion is we're both passionate about preparing young people for college Absolutely. and that next phase in their life. Absolutely. So that's a commitment for mine in Duncanville. What would you say to those that are going to be listening to this podcast, our students, about preparing themselves for that next venture? And where does that passion come from? Mm, that's really good. The passion comes from because I wish that I had more help. I had great parents. Mm -hmm. Looking back, I didn't appreciate it. My parents were trying to lead me and guide me, but I needed someone more relatable. Yes. Someone that was doing something that I wanted to do or that seemed cool. You know how it is. When you're young, you don't appreciate your teachers, yes. your parents. Yes. And then you look back 20 years later and you're thinking to yourself, like, they were right. Absolutely. But I wish that I had, like, that big sister. Yes. I wish that I had somebody that would really, really keep it real with me. I mm -hmm. often find that a lot of our, I mean, and rightfully so, right? Um, some of our administrators, some of our parents, they don't want to tell us the whole story. Absolutely. Well, I am an open book. Yes. I have made so many mistakes, yes. Dr. Smith. Yes. And if I can use what I've gone through to help our younger generation right. not make those same mistakes, right. I will. There's another thing is like, Sometimes our kids just need somebody to listen, Absolutely. not offer advice. Absolutely. Who do they have as a sounding board? Uh, a couple of years in a row, I did a mental health study with uh, children's, mm -hmm. children's hospital. Mm -hmm. And I can remember sitting in this room with a group of 10 teenagers mm -hmm. and I'm asking them questions. So when things are going mm -hmm. on and you're struggling mm -hmm. and you're stressed, who do you talk to? Do right. you talk to your parents? All of them were like, oh, absolutely not. Right. Well, why not? Yeah. Oh, because they're going to be trying to tell us what to do yes. and give the solution. They may go up to the school and act yes. crazy. Okay. Yes. So as these conversations went on, I started to notice our teens just opening up. Uh huh. And it was because everybody just listened. Right. So by the end, all of these teenagers felt you could just if you could feel a weight being right. lifted. Yes. They felt great. They didn't even know each other. They started exchanging yes. numbers and realizing that they had way, mm -hmm. much more in common mm -hmm. than they thought. Because yeah. of, of course everybody was very yeah. reserved when yeah. they first came in. <clears throat> Next thing we had some Duncanville students that were wow. a part of it. Okay. You know, 
and they all express the pain that they deal with. You know, one was a, a teenage mother right. that was labeled because she became a teenage mother. Yes. One had the pressure of mom and dad. Absolutely. You know, trying to make these be perfect and make yes. these straight A's. And what I realized in that moment is that our kids need to be listened to mm-hmm. and then they need to be encouraged. When they don't believe in themselves, who is telling them that Absolutely. they can do it? And Absolutely. I know that they can because they're yes. just like me. Absolutely. And if I can push through during my hard times and when I, yes. and, and that I believe God gave me that yes. purpose. Yes. I believe that God put me on the radio mm-hmm. for others. Yes. So that I can be encouraging, not so I can be some local celebrity, Absolutely. not so I can be a diva, but so, so that they would care enough about what yes, I think absolutely. and if I can plant some positivity absolutely. and purpose inside absolutely. of them because there really is no limit to what we can do. Yes. Yes. And I think that they, they need to like, they need to know that without a shadow of absolutely. a doubt. And I want to be the one that is a part of the absolutely. team to, to share that with them. Well, you know, you never underestimate the power that you have and the power that you have to make a difference in a young person. Like you, I remember elementary school back in the day, they would have these career day type things. Mm-hmm. These people would come in. I remember this gentleman. His name was, uh, his. He, he was a football player, professional football player for the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. I'm like fourth, fifth grade. Yeah. So, of course, I'm all in the sports. So he comes in and his name was Cedric Hartman. Okay. So he comes in and... First of all, I'm just amazed and awe that a professional football player would come to our that is school. That cool, yeah. But the power in that is he was very uh, relatable, and I was able to connect with him. And for a moment, I was like, I can do that. I can yes. be that. So you never know what spark there is. And so there's a lot of sparks that you've you know lit around this Duncanville area. And, and that's that moment. It's, it's, uh, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you, no, that's but it. But that is the moment. I remember being at Bird Junior High. Yeah. And somebody from the radio station, yeah. his name was Throwdown Sam. Throwdown <laughs> came and pulled up on our eighth grade day in the truck. And it wasn't about... It wasn't about what he said. It was just something about that moment I'll never forget. Right. And I remember going up to him and I thought he was such a big deal. And I said, hello. And I just remember him saying, hello, keep being great, yes. beautiful. Yes. And I just was like, yes, he said that to me. Like, yes. He, you know, absolutely. And so that word, th- those words of affirmation, we mm-hmm. tell students all the time, well, you got to speak life into yourself. No, yes. we got to speak life into them because yes. they're not able absolutely. to right now. Absolutely. And so you remember that moment. I remember absolutely. throw down Sam in yes. my eighth grade day, like all yes. of these little bitty moments. And so that's what I say is like, when I go into these schools and whenever I'm out in public, like no matter what life is bringing me, mm-hmm. I understand that right. I have a calling and my yes. calling is it could get heavy. Yes. Don't get into it. Like it Absolutely. can get heavy. I mean, I've been married, going through a divorce. Yes. Nobody knew. Yes. But I, I know that when I walk outside of my door. Absolutely. A smile can make a difference. Mm-hmm. A hug can make a difference. Mm-hmm. Thirty second conversation can make mm-hmm. a difference. It literally can be life changing. Mm-hmm. And if every person, you don't have to be on the radio to right. be that person. Right. You can be a janitor to be yeah. that person. Yeah. We all can make a difference in somebody's yeah. life. Yeah. And so we have to be very intentional about Absolutely. doing it. And that's why I appreciate you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's so cool that you understand that your purpose is bigger than being this macho superintendent, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Super intentional. We yeah. got to be super intentional so you your statements made me think about our why you understand your why I do not everybody is there yet and so 
you know, I think about, you got to tell me about Project 16. Okay. You got to tell me about that because in my mind, I'm visualizing that is a way to help others understand their why. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Project 16 is a nonprofit that I founded back in 2015. Um, if I'm being honest, I did it because I was doing things in the schools and I'm like, I yeah. can't afford this. This is yeah. getting expensive, Absolutely. you know, so I need an org. I need to organize this and structure yeah. this. Yeah. So, um, we have three main pillars at project 16. Our okay. first one is to teach life skills. Yeah. Now I have to rewind when I was in school, right? We had like a lasers course when I, yes. because I played basketball yes, and I didn't realize that our coach was teaching us life skills Absolutely. that were not a part of the curriculum. Yes. Right. It was yes. just a thing that she did because she felt it Absolutely. was important. Shout out to coach Banks. Yes. Um, so I'm like, y'all don't learn this stuff in school. And he was uh -huh. like, no. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to pretend like I'm interviewed. Yeah. We literally do a mock interview on yes. the phone. Yes. He calls me the next day and he's like, sister, I'm so excited. Like uh -huh. I felt so much more confident. They were asking me a lot of the same questions wow. you were asking me. And I felt like I yes. knew what I yes. was doing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I was like, he ended up getting a good job. And good. I was like, okay, congratulations. Um, fast forward about five, six years after that, I have a godson. Uh-huh. He's going for his first job interview. So what I realized is going into d these different schools, not just Duncanville, right. many schools sure. that it's just not a part of our curriculum to, yeah. you know, from what my experience Absolutely. was. So I was like, I need to help with the life skills. So mm -hmm. if I could gather a group of teenagers and teach life skills, mm -hmm. that would be helpful. Our kids need to be prepared yes. for life after high Absolutely. school. No offense against the standardized test. This is my personal opinion. Absolutely. We are so focused on this standardized test that yes. you pass the test yes. and you're still lost Amen. when you're thrown out into the <laughs> real world. But that's another subject yes. for another time. You hey, know what I mean? I'm with you on so that though. We do we life talk skills. About it. And then I also <laughs> feel as if exposure is extremely important mm -hmm. you is. brought it up earlier um a few years ago i put together a career day it's called i am what i see mm -hmm. and we cannot be what we what we absolutely. do not see absolutely and so we would bring in different careers mm -hmm. some conventional some non-conventional mm -hmm. um but even outside of that you know when i was younger we went on field trips yeah yeah I don't really know if the schools are doing field trips um, like that. Not as much yeah, back you know, when we were young. But I can remember going to the symphony. I can yes. remember going to, you know, see the orchestra, the ballet, different plays. Now, yeah. I didn't appreciate it at the time. I was like, right. this is boring. Right. But now as an adult, when I'm yeah. having adult conversations, yes. I can reference those moments. Absolutely. And the, being exposed to different yeah. things and cultures yeah. and yeah. art, it yeah. really helped it to expand yeah. my mind. Yeah. So we teach life skills and then we provide exposure opportunity so awesome. if we're doing like an etiquette course mm -hmm. then we're going to take the kids to a five-star restaurant so they can apply it yes. right um and then we added over covid the mental health piece that you yes, were talking about absolutely <sighs> look if i'm going to therapy uh-huh our kids need to go to therapy very much so and covid was very hard and you know that was at the time where everything was happening with george mm -hmm. floyd and a lot of yes. just racial Racial, yes. racial tension, tension and they see it a lot on social media mm -hmm. and we add the social media. Absolutely. Um, and so we decided that we were going to add the mental health piece. Mm -hmm. And so I found, which was important to me, um, licensed professional counselors of color. Wow. There were three and they have an organization called connect. Okay. <clears throat> And that's exactly what they do. So they started off with me yes. doing the counseling service for services for our kids. So right. we actually foot the bill. Yeah. Um, none of it is voluntary. Yeah. Um, 
It's expensive. Yes. They do charge that $110 an hour. I okay. It. I got it. Um, but I think it's important for us to not only help our students, but to also sow seeds into yeah. black businesses. Yeah. So um, we have started our second round and they've recruited Wow. more LPCs. So whatever finances we yes. have in our bank account, yes. literally we use 100% of those at this time wow. for the counseling services for our kids. Cause they, each child gets last time they got 12. Mm -hmm. We, we, we lessen that. Cause we were like, okay, yeah. that ain't no, that, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. So now yeah. we do, um, I believe it's eight per student. Wow. And um, yeah, like I say, it's just very important for me for them to see somebody that looks like them. Absolutely. You know, while they're doing these uh, well, sessions. So we've got to get Duncanville connected. Yeah. You, do you know what we did with Duncanville? This was like three years ago. So um, how did I miss that? I don't. This is what I'm saying, Dr. <laughs> Smith. I need you to give it the program. No, I, I hear you. I we, hear you. Um, we took about 100 Duncanville students. Um, look. Now that I think about it, did they sneak these kids out of school? You know what? Know? We uh, took a field trip to Texas A&M Commerce. Okay. Because this was a lot of first-generation college yes. students. Yes, And we went to the engineering program there. Wow. And they learned everything about engineering. Really? Um, they, I, I didn't even know. I, look, I learned yeah. a lot, too. Yeah. Toilet tissue was made yeah. through engineering, yeah. makeup. Yeah. And then they did a... Like, some projects and like fun little activities yeah. we ate out yeah. there oh you the kids were just like oh this is what it's like to be on a college wow. campus like i have to be here yeah. so yeah we did that a few years that ago. that is awesome yeah, so which is fun. so i gotta tell you now i you can't grow unless you are able to face criticism right yeah. so as superintendent i'm always you know it's easy when everybody's clapping and excited and happy about things that you do <laughs> sometimes in leadership you have to make decisions that people aren't really favorable with so you know from your perspective for me as a superintendent who's wanting connect to connect wanting to reach out wanting our kids to be able to take advantage of things that you've mentioned today you know what kind of things would you say to me uh, to really help me to grow, even if it's something that stings a little bit, because how can I grow if I don't know? Oh, don't worry, Dr. Smith. You know, I'm going <laughs> to tell you the truth. <laughs> no, um, That's why I ask you. Uh, to do what you're doing now is to yeah. reach out. I don't think that there's any better feeling than to be able to plant back into a place that helped you grow. Yes. Like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Duncanville. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that there was a, a, a time because I worked for a hip hop station, right? That there was this notion that if we came, we were going to bring ruckus, Absolutely. which was very hurtful because I'm like, you have to be realistic yes. about the times that we're in. Absolutely. I don't care. Black, white, Hispanic, everybody's into, yeah. there's a culture, you know Absolutely. what I mean? The hip hop Absolutely. culture is more than just music. Absolutely. Um, and it, it used to bother me because I'm like, Come on, now, don't don't right. question my professionalism. Absolutely, like, I we're, get it. We're we're bringing fun and positivity is yes. what we're gonna do. Um, so uh, to, I guess to what you're saying is just reach out. I got it. We have um, insurance agents, real estate mm -hmm. agents. We have people that work for Edward Jones. Mm -hmm. Our kids need to see the Absolutely. product of Duncanville, Absolutely. so that they can have more pride. Absolutely, sports is amazing, right? Yes. That's great. But what about all of these thousands of kids that you have that are yes. not playing sports. Absolutely. Like to me, the connections that I have in this city, there's no way that, that I yes. should not be at this school once a month, once Absolutely. every other week. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, and like 
know the principals and know the teachers yes. and, and be a part of it because a lot of us really, really want to be a yes. part of it. There are so many successful Duncanville graduates. Absolutely. And that's a testament to who Duncanville is. Yes. But once we leave, bring us back. Got it. And allow us to plant and sow seeds into the following generation. Absolutely. And I think it would ease your job too. Absolutely. Right? Because now you have you have this community. Yes. We, we say it all the time. It takes a village. It does. But when you graduate from high school, right. the village disappears. Right, right. Well, the village is there. Yeah. But the village has to know that you want the village to come back and help. Absolutely. Right? And you have to welcome us with open arms. Yes. And um, so that's why I just think it's really amazing that yeah. you're doing this. Because and I see how intentional you're being. Absolutely. Right? This this podcast is not about you. This this podcast is about connection. Absolutely. And about yes. allowing our community to know our yes. community. And I think that's very important. I appreciate well, it. I receive that. And yeah. I'm going to be super intentional. Oh Lord. Now, now I'm about to be booked. up. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, because you have such an awesome story. You know, Duncanville is one of the largest high schools in Texas. Mm -hmm. We've got 4,600 plus students. Wow. And there are so many opportunities there. Yes. Our focus is to fill their cup. Sure. But uh, sometimes it takes others to come in and supplement what we do. And who better than somebody that walked those halls? Sure. So we're going to make that happen. I received that, and we're going to yes. make that happen in Duncanville. So my question for you is, yes. though, is Miss Judd still there? Because if Miss Judd is still there, I'm, I'm coming. Actually, Miss Judd is still there. <laughs> and not yeah. only is she there, Miss <laughs> Judd owns the building. I know she does. I yes, know. she Look, owns the building. I think Miss Judd was there at the inception <laughs> of Duncanville. She is definitely, um, look, a Duncanville standard. Yes. I think everybody remembers Miss Judd. Would be she has definitely so made her mark. Excited to hear that you referenced <laughs> I her. I love Miss Judd. And I'm going to go back and tell her too. Yes, so yes. She'll be yes. excited. I don't to know hear how that. she remembers everybody, but she has a way. She Even does. if she doesn't, she pretends like she Absolutely. does very well. She so, does. She yeah. does. Now, I got to mention this. Okay. Um, so, you know, we got young ladies at Duncanville High School. Sure. Demographics has changed over mm -hmm. the last several years. Sure. Uh, especially from when you were in high school in right. Duncanville. Right. Dr. Smith, don't do me like that. Uh, but, you know, that's, <laughs> you know, that wasn't that long ago. Exactly. You know, exactly. I like that. So, uh, but but that's how fast things change. The, amen. All the, right. With blink of an eye. Absolutely. I like that. So, you know, I remember when I first came to Duncanville and I was addressing the uh, leaders in the district. And I mentioned to them that, you know, we are an urban school district. You could just hear the silence because they didn't want to be an urban school mm. district as if it was not a it was a bad thing being an urban school. Exactly. district. But we were uh, we are an urban school district. And I was telling them that and it took a minute for mm -hmm. them to own that and embrace what mm -hmm. that really meant. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, for you, our students here in Duncanville, uh, having an opportunity, especially our young ladies, having an opportunity to be all that they can become. Sure. And to deal with the distractions and this image to be perfect and mm. to look a certain way, mm. you know, I would, I would be curious what your thoughts would be for us, our young ladies, leaders, parents that may be watching this, who think they have to be perfect, mm -hmm. who think they have to look a certain way uh, in order to receive the affirmation that they need to go be great. Ooh, that, that honestly is a good one. And the reason why I say that is because, you hit the nail on the head when you said, even as adults, yeah, we struggle with that. Yes. In the day and age of social media, 
Oh my goodness. Like yeah. sometimes you just want to throw the whole phone away because yes. there's a lot of pressure. I, I fall into that pressure sometimes yes. as well. Um, I would say this, and this is, I'm not good. This is not a, based on a, a religion. Right. This is just based on truth. Absolutely. At the end of the day, you have to remember who you are mm-hmm. and whose you are. Yes. You have to remember that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. You have to remember that there are no mistakes when you were put here. Mm-hmm. And that whether you're tall, thick, dark, mm-hmm. short, mm-hmm. white, black, Hispanic, mm-hmm. Asian, you have a purpose. Absolutely. What does it say? Beauty fades. Let me tell you something. You get older, things start yes. wrinkling, yes. your body starts changing. Yes. Um, and so it's really what's on the inside. Right. It's it's your heart. It's your passion. Right. It's your love for other people. Right. I, I'm going to say this. I think that a lot of people think that people like me because of the way that I look. But I could look, the, I could look a certain way, whatever that is. I mean, I'm not whatever that thing is right. and be ugly towards people mm-hmm. and, and be lazy and be all of these things. Right. So ambition is important. Mm-hmm. I just say like, we really, really truly are focused on the wrong thing. And right. it's, it's really heartbreaking. It's really sad to me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think it's important for us as adults to be the example. Right. Um, that's why it's important that I, for you to bring us back. Absolutely. I right? hear because you. Because I don't, I don't have to have on the little shorts and, and things exposed mm-hmm. for me to still make a difference, Absolutely. for me to get attention. Yes. Um, And so it, it goes back to that village I yep. spoke on earlier. Yep. We have to show them something different. Every time they're on the phone, what are they seeing? Mm-hmm. They're seeing the turn up. They're seeing yeah. minimal clothing. They're seeing, yes. you know, your hair has to be perfect. You have to be this. You have to be that. Right. And let me tell you, it's impossible to keep up. Right. Right. Again, I want to say this. I, too, have fallen pressure Absolutely. to that. I and it. I have to remind myself again yes. who I am and whose I am. Right. And that I am still me. Yes. God forbid I get into a car accident and something happens to yeah. the way that I look. Yeah. I am still me. Absolutely. And that to me is something that talk about importance. Right. Those are the things to me that should be yes. a part of a curriculum. Yes. I hear you. I is instilling it. character. Yes. Honor, character. I mean, like that to me. Yes. Are the type of children and students that we want graduating from Duncanville and going into the world. There's a term that I like. It's called command presence. Mm. And when you feel the way and when you have the understanding that you have, you can command presence in whatever room mm-hmm. you go into, mm-hmm. whatever meeting you go into. It's really another sense of self-confidence. Yeah. And, you know, the truth be told as leaders, uh, we all experience times of insecure feelings. Oh, my goodness. Not Absolutely. every leader is really willing to admit that. But we all experience those times of being insecure and doubting our own leadership. Absolutely. I was even doubting my team putting this together. But I had to take a, a chance. I had to have faith and believe that this would help me to connect. This would help me to expand the brand of Duncanville ISD. And they were right. 
but I had to be willing to hear, listen, and receive. Mm, and so good. that's been such a key part of, of leadership. So the podcast is all about leadership. And you are definitely a leader. In, in our business, I say this is a people business. Absolutely. Can't get things done with, by yourself. Absolutely. Got to have people. If you're sure. leading the band, you look back, nobody's playing behind you, you're not leading. Mm -hmm. So leadership is about influence. Um, the obvious question is, but not so obvious, how do you as a leader fill your own cup? What does that reflection time look like for you mm -hmm. uh, that you recalibrate who you are and what is important to you so that you can lead and do all the things that we talked about today? Oh, uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm still working on that. Yes. Because um, I think that. OK, I'm going to I'm going to share this with you. Yes. Um. I was having a conversation recently with a stranger in the airport. Okay. And everything that you mentioned, the self-doubt, um, you know, the, the second guessing yourself, the uh, imposter syndrome, mm -hmm. I deal with it too. Mm -hmm. um, because that's, I'm human. Right. Um, I have not done very well at self-care. Yeah. I've not done very well at refueling myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that as years go by, your energy starts, the things that used to be so easy for you, you, right. you start to be, notice that they're not as easy anymore. You're, you're like, your energy is being depleted. Yes. Um, so I'm, so the original story, I am sitting in the airport and I start talking to a complete stranger and we right. both have on masks, you know, yeah. and somehow we got on, we were talking about TD, Jake's, all these different pastors. Um, and Somehow we got on like self-care and self-love. Right. And I was telling him, I was like, I'm just, I just do horribly. Like, I just yeah. do not make time. Like, I, I just don't have time for yes. it right now. Yes. And he mentioned to me, and I hate to go biblical, but mm -hmm. I, I have to. Absolutely. There is a scripture that says, love your neighbor as yourself. Right. And I was like, okay. And he said, the part we never focus on is as yourself. Right. He said, God put that in there intentionally because otherwise he would have said, love your neighbor. Right. He said, but we're taught when we grow up, love your neighbor, love your neighbor, right. love your neighbor. And so to be honest with you, this is a recent conversation. I noticed yes. that that was, has always been my focus. Put other people before me, love your neighbor, love your neighbor. But it says as yourself. Yes. So unless you take care of yourself, Unless you love yourself, you can't even you don't you can't even fathom the amount of love right. and and care and concern that you can give to another person. Right. If you haven't even loved yourself on the level that God intended yes. for you to love yourself on, and I think that growing up, especially in our community, right, it seems selfish if you do anything for you. Absolutely. You know, but again, there is a fine line between selfishness and refueling. Yes. What do they say? They always use the example of when you're flying on the airplane, there's a reason why they tell you to put your mask on yeah, first. Correct. And you hear that all the time. And you're like, okay, but it is true. Love your neighbor as yourself. So if you are halfway loving you, right. then you're going to halfway love somebody else. Absolutely. And, you know, and we're talking about children. We're talking about kids. We're talking about mom, dad, all these different relationships yes. that we have. The people at the supermarket. Yes. Right. All of these are relationships. And Absolutely. we are to love on all people. Yes. So I am still 
figuring that part out. Yeah, that's good. That's fair. You know, I, you know, I've been doing lately to try to help myself in that area. Um, just the whole mindfulness and meditation and thinking on things that I want to do and basically claiming it before it even gets there, self-coaching. Uh, so I've really been doing that. And That's when good. I take the time to do it, now it's, it's hard to do because mm -hmm. like you going 100 miles an hour, got so many things going on. Mm -hmm. So much of my life is investing in others and yes. doing things for others. So I do have to be super intentional to take some time and just practice my own mindfulness and reminding myself uh, who I am and not obviously in a boastful way, but just reminding myself that, hey, this didn't happen by accident. That's true. Kind of put some hard work in. You've been super intentional about getting where you needed to mm -hmm. go. And um, and that that's powerful for me. And I know I it's, it. it's powerful for you as well. I, I think that oftentimes, too, we um, – I don't know, we – I'll just put it this way. It's hard. It is. It, it is hard to make that time and be very intentional about it. But I don't want to run out of gas. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I want to be healthy. I, I want to. So now that I'm realizing that the things, again, that were once easy for me are no longer um, as easy. I, I don't I don't want to have to do this sitting in a hospital yes. bed somewhere. Yes, right? absolutely. Um. And again, it's it's funny because all of these things that we're talking about as adults. Yes. Are we teaching our kids this? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that we expect parents to do it all. Mm -hmm. But kids really spend way more time in school. Absolutely. Than they do. They no do. parent is sitting around with a child eight hours out of the day. Right. You know, you go Absolutely. to your room. You go to the kitchen. Yes. You know, it's in passing. So we have a, a, a great opportunity within the educational yes. system to instill some of these out-of-the-box yes. um, characteristics in yes. our kid. And I just, it still baffles me. I, I keep I keep saying this. Y'all don't yeah. take my idea either. I keep saying <laughs> I'm going to write a curriculum. I'm going to write a yeah. curriculum. And somebody going to pick it up one Absolutely. day. So that we become right. prepared yeah. prepared adults when we graduate yeah. from high school no matter what decisions we make uh there is a market out there for that yeah and there is a need for there's a there's a niche and a space for that because there are compliance related things that we have to do on the school side the standardized test that that's one. Okay. That was a nice week. You like compliance related. I love that. I love that. But see, I don't work for the school. Absolutely. <laughs> so there are compliance related things that we have to do that really can be time consuming. Very. But this is where this relationship is so important because now for me, you've helped me to understand how important it is to be open to fill that space uh, with others who may, who we may not be able to do it at certain times, but it doesn't mean it, it, it goes undone. We mm -hmm. can reach out to others that have an expertise and a passion in that area to serve our kids in that capacity. Yeah. Why, so, why am I as an adult just now learning how to do breathing exercises to calm my brain down? Yes. To, you get what I'm saying? I but do. I do. I, should, I get it. But I'll tell you this, just to be honest, you do have private schools on the other side of town that are doing these things. Uh, I'm sure. Right, and obviously it's the funding. It's the yeah. That's a whole another issue. Yes. We'll be in here for another two I got hours, Doctor. I got Smith, it. I got it. You know, I know. I, I, know. I got it. And I you're hear doing you. the best you can with what you have. And I receive what you're saying yes. too. So, as we wrap this up, leadership is about influence. Your ability to influence others. So, in parting, for me, for those that are tuning in, 
you know, how can we be better influencers from your perspective? As as a leader, as a leader, impacting others. Um, okay. Take the time to listen. I got you. And not don't listen to me. The students will tell you what they need. Yes. But often we want to we want to bring in how things worked for us. Right. And this is a whole new time. This is a whole new era. This is a whole new day. Got it. And then we want to say things like, well, put the phone down if the social media is bothering you. We yes. Don't, it's not going to happen. Yes. So we need to meet them where they are. Yes. And we need to be okay with that. Remember there was a point in time where you were listening to certain music and your mama didn't want you. And she Absolutely. thought that was just like, oh, I can't yes. believe. And then now when you listen to the music of today, you are thinking, I cannot believe. Yes. But we have to be willing to meet them where they are. That's right. We have to be willing to listen to me. A great leader is a great listener. Got it. That is so powerful. So for leaders in any, any field, listening, remember it's a people business. So listening, not always talking, but listening is so key to being successful. I have grown so much from this time that we spent uh, I together. I appreciate you so thank much. You thank you for sharing. Thank you, thank you for trusting me uh, and giving me this opportunity. And for all those in Duncanville uh, and wherever else that will tune in, I know they learned so much today. Um, leadership matters. And yeah. you heard so much today about how effective leadership can change the community, how effective leadership can make a difference in the lives of young people. Miss Lady Jade has shared some awesome things with us that we can take away uh, to not only be better ourselves, but to have a better impact because everything rises or falls with leadership. So you have to be super intentional with your leadership activities. I've enjoyed this. This is Dr. Mark Smith, and this is my podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Super Intentional with Dr. Mark Smith. Go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're listening on audio platforms, be sure to subscribe and rate the episodes. Follow us on all social media platforms.